What we're wondering is what's the impact going to be long term if if the market and the prices come down to a, a, a point where it stops people from getting into the truck for the long haul job. Well, that's something that we're going to have to watch closely here in the spot market. I do think, you know, we talked about volumes and it's related to this. You know, I think some of the softness in recent months, um, if, if there's softness, it's, it's related to, and, and you guys would have a good perspective on this, but what I'm hearing and seeing is, I think is, is shippers during the pandemic uh, had to put a lot more freight in the spot market than they normally like to. And I think what they're doing is where there's opportunities, they're going back to that contract carrier or, their, or, or for the contracts with, with folks in, in the industry so that they know, especially in this environment of you know, significant uh, inflation, right? And so I don't think it's softness overall. I think we're going back to trend, right? We're going back to uh, where we started to the, um, the pandemic and, and so forth. And that, to your point then, is those, and we saw, listen, we saw when the spot market surged, what did we see? We saw a lot of drivers go, I'm going to the spot market, right? Independent contractors, some of them went out and actually got trucks, got equipment. And now if that is the sector that is, is softening a bit, what to your point, what do those drivers do? Do they go back to uh, being a, a leased on independent contractor with, um, or do they do something like that? Um, you know, I actually think some, in, in some cases too, you will see, um, you're going to see some of these folks sell their trucks at elevated prices and become employees again. Um, and I think that's some of the data I'm seeing a little bit of the increase in the number of employee drivers is, is probably a little bit of that. And I think it's a, it's a bunch of different things, right? I mean, throw fuel in there. Well, that's the thing, you know, it's like, um, you know, we're at, you know, over $5 and 60 cents a gallon. I mean, we've never seen that before. That's 175% higher than it was a year ago. It's, year um, over year. Yeah. And, and I will tell you this, I, I would love to have your listeners give them good news on that front. There are a lot of pressure points in the diesel market right now. Um, it is, it's a lack of capacity, it, refining capacity, not only in the United States, but worldwide. Um, and, and even if we could get our domestic producers, and by the way, they are starting to ramp up production of crude. We don't have the capacity to refine all of that. And, and, and so that is an issue. And it is also, you know, I, you know, not to get down in the weeds, I look at this stuff a lot. You know, when you frack for oil, you get light sweet, but our refineries are set up for heavy sour. And so we got to export this import um, others. Um, but anyways, it's, it's, you know, and by the way, you have to refine a lot more barrels of oil to get the same amount of gasoline, because even if you, you maximize diesel production or distillate production, you don't get as many gallons out of a, a barrel as you do gasoline. So we got, there's a lot, and it's an industrial fuel, other modes are using it. It's, 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 it's unfortunately, you know, hopefully we can come down off of its high, but there are, I mean, diesel inventories are at the lowest level in like 14 years. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be a challenging diesel market going forward. And that, to your point, plays out in the driver market. And what do we see there? And what do those drivers do? There's lots of jobs out there. I mean, heck, I was just looking at some data earlier. Do you know there are two job openings 
for every one unemployed person in our in the U.S. I mean, we've never seen a number like that. Prior to the pandemic, it went up. It was like at 1.25 jobs for every unemployed person. We're at two. So there's job alternatives. And what you said earlier, I mean, heck, also being home, maybe I'll just go out and drive a delivery van for e-commerce. I don't know, you know, but there, and I don't have to pay for the fuel and I'm home every night. So I, we have some challenges on the supply side. I mean, there's a long winded way of me getting around and coming full circle on this, but uh, we're, we're, I, I do think that maybe supply isn't going to be as tight as it was last year, but I don't think in the end it'll loosen up completely because once those spot market rates fall a bit, and fuel prices, you're going to see some of those folks just drop out. And, and then you're going to be back to a, a situation where capacity is tighter again. Well, I think the attrition is coming. The, the question is at what level and who all is going to feel the, the impact of it, correct? I mean, uh, you know, for the owner operator that ran out and bought equipment or got his authority and started up on his own and lived in the spot market and, and put some money away, uh, either historically they have gone back to the big carriers and leased on because what shift we noticed last year is so many of the uh, so many of the, the company drivers were leaving the big companies going to smaller companies where they got the uh, five-digit sign-on bonuses and got some freedoms that they didn't have with the big companies. And now the question is, are they going to go rushing back to maybe the shelter of a big company? or lease on to them, or they selling off the equipment and saying, I, I can't be profitable with the fuel costs right now. Uh, what's the scenario gonna be long-term? Then we see shippers saying, hey, you know what? Uh, we paid so much last year, we're trying to get it back now. Right. Which is short-sighted and, and definitely does not help our industry from a stability or consistency perspective, but neither do the carriers gouging. So, you know, it's which came first, the chicken or the egg. Well, it's going to take an adult, you know, to say, hey, we're going to run our operation the way we need to run it from a shipper perspective. And same thing from the carrier perspective to be successful. Yeah, I, I mean, you hit on a lot of things that I think are, 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 are very true. Um, I, I do think that there's already some evidence that um, some of these drivers are going back to the bigger carriers. Uh, now, and, and the reason why I believe that is when we look at, we have a lot of data that come in every month from, from many carriers, covers millions of loads, billions of dollars in revenue every month. And we ask them about their equipment. And one thing we've noticed here is, you know, the big fleets were hemorrhaging equipment for a while, right? I mean, right. they were, they were, the drivers were leaving and they were, the used equipment prices went up so much. They just decided to sell it in the used market. And, and while they're not, there's, there's a little, few of them are growing again. Most are not growing, but they're not hemorrhaging equipment anymore. Right. So I think that that is some evidence that um, they are getting some drivers back. So we anticipate that throughout the end of the year, hopefully if they can, if, if the manufacturers of equipment can keep up with, or, or, you know, supply a little more than maybe what the demand is, that we see the equipment prices come down a little bit too. Yeah, I mean, I think you'll see, I don't really forecast that. I, I think that's a fair point. I, I will say I'm not so optimistic that they're gonna be able to supply as much as they need to. And and again, it's not like they don't want to, of course they wanna sell their trucks, right. but when you see them decide, we're not even starting orders for next year, 
we're cutting our order list now for this year. I mean, heck, I don't know. It's the same thing I've been trying. I got to get a new car. I mean, it's, 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 you got to order it months and months and months in, in advance. And then, you know, they'll, some, you know, manufacturers will just cut off the lit. I mean, it's, it's crazy right now in the automotive side, whether it's heavy duty equipment or, or it's, it's personal cars. Yeah. We're seeing that from a precious metals perspective, your nickel, your stainless, and a lot of the materials that are needed to, to manufacture cars and, and uh, a lot of the metal products, trailers are so much of it's aluminum now, right. you know, from a refrigerated perspective and, and flatbeds with the, the skyrocketing prices on the precious metals, uh, it's going to be tough to get equipment at a reasonable number. And you're, uh, we're not seeing any forecasts for that going down, are you? Uh, I, I don't forecast that, but I'm, I, I have not seen that either. All right. Well, again... Thank you so much for the update. Thank you for participating in our show. Look forward to having you on again, Bob. I look forward to being back on. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys.